standing here not knowing how we'll get through this test holding on to faith you know best and nothing can catch you by surprise you got this figured out and you're watching us now but when it looks as if we can win, yeah, you wrap us in your arms and step in. And everything we need you supply. And you got this in control. Now we know not you made away when a bachelor. When our backs were against the wall And the Lord said save it was over You made our way Now we stand in here Now we stand in here Only because you made You made a way You made a way When our backs were When our backs were against the wall You made 
Become a new person. May I become a new person. A life changer. A life changer. In my generation. In my generation. Help me to make history. Help me to make history. Let your mighty Holy Spirit. Let your mighty Holy Spirit empower me. Empower me. I thank you. I thank you for your touch. For your touch over my life. Over my life today. Today. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you take a seat? Hallelujah. I want to share something very briefly with you and we'll pray for tonight and then we, we get ready for tomorrow as well. Hallelujah. Tell somebody we're pressing on. I want to share something brief on be a life changer. Tell your friend, be a life changer. Say it again. For the last time. Hallelujah. In life, Givers are those who are remembered and not getters. Monuments are built for those who lay their lives for others, not those who went about begging. People are not remembered for their acquisition in life, but they are remembered for their, the things that they did for others. Amen. And so, God wants our lives to be a life that blesses and changes other people's lives. What you have to understand is that you are a product. Tell somebody, I am a product. Now, every product has a purpose. Amen? And it has a manufacturing date and an expiring date. So when you take your tin of milk, your, your tin of milk has a purpose. It has a date of manufacturing and an expiry date, which has been embossed on it. Unfortunately for humans, we have a purpose, but our manufacturing date, which is a date of birth, we know, but an expiry date, we don't know. But every day that we live, we move towards our expiry date. We, we move towards our place of lack of relevance. And so it is important that every day that you wake up, you must know that you are waking up or God actually raised you or woke you up to fulfill the purpose for which he has called you. And that a product is not made for itself, a product is made for others. So you are not made for yourself, but you are made to glorify God and to become a blessing unto humanity. Can I have an amen? amen. Every day as you live, what you also have to understand is that your relevance is not forever. Hello? When you take your tin of milk, there's a manufacturing date and an expiry date. But it hasn't got forever to function. It means that it has its period of productivity and proper activity. Hello? If you take human beings, or let's say ladies, for instance, take females, from age probably zero to maybe 12, 13, 14, depending on people's makeup, they cannot be mothers. Then from a certain age to somewhere midlife, 
That is the period where they can have babies, naturally speaking. After which, they can live for the next 15 years or more, but when it comes to making babies, they are out. I hope you are getting me. So it means that your relevance in the kingdom is not forever. There is a time that God needs you and God wants you to work for him. And it took, that there comes a time that your strength, even your physical strength to do some things, you will not, not be able to do it. Amen? Yeah. There, there were years, some years ago, I could walk 40, literally 40 miles in a day to go and preach. Yes, when I started preaching, 40 miles in a day, wading through rivers. And rivers where there were live crocodiles. Yeah. In the, upper, in the upper west region. Like crocodiles and going through. To go and preach to people that I was not going to be given a dime. In fact, even going to go through hunger. Because you are not assured of even a meal. There are times I could stand in tractor for over 24 hours. Meandering through not Accra roads. Not through third class road, but in between trees in the front plains of Ghana to go and preach to some people. Sleeping on tables in mosquito-infested rooms, sleeping with dogs and goats in the same room. Are you getting me? But today, it's not because I've become sophisticated, but naturally speaking, I probably to walk 40 miles plus, <laughs> maybe I will try. Maybe one of these days I will go on an expedition and I will carry you and say, let's walk 40 miles. Is that right? 40 miles means you are going towards Winneba and beyond. Amen. So the point I'm making is that we do not have forever. And so whilst we have life, whilst we have strength, let us live for the maker. Let our lives count for his glory. Can I have an amen? amen? When Jesus came, he knew that he had an assignment. The Bible says that the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Now, how did he come to seek and save the lost? By preaching, teaching, and healing. PTH. Someone say PTH. PTH. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. I like to preach and use mnemonics so that it will stay in your head. Amen? Someone say PTH. When I said Peter, you should write, you should have written it. Amen. Preaching, teaching, healing. So I said preaching, teaching, healing. Bible said, then Jesus went about. Church, listen to me. There is a reason why God has called us as a church. Amen. The church means the called out ones. People have been called out of darkness into his glorious light. But we've not been called out just so that we can be screaming hallelujah. We've not been called out to just have some nice meals to eat. Oh, every father and mother wants their children to eat well. Ah, if you, your, your father will take care of you. They will want the best for you. And so God, naturally speaking, wants the best for your life. But there is a purpose. So the purpose of the church is what Jesus came to do. So if we are true disciples of Jesus, then we've got, to, we've got to read and we've got to see what Jesus did and we also have to do the same. Amen. What did Jesus come to do? Then Jesus went about some of the cities. He went about where? All the cities and villages. Teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Jesus did. He preached, he taught, he healed. Slap somebody and say, Jesus preached, Jesus, Jesus taught, Jesus healed. As a person, are you a disciple of Jesus? A disciple is a follower. Say, a, a disciple is an ardent follower. It's a committed follower. Is a faithful follower of somebody. So if you are a disciple of Jesus, then you must do what Jesus did by preaching, by teaching, and by healing. And he's giving you the power to do the same. Tell your friend, preach, teach, heal, 
and the blessings will follow. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Woo, hallelujah. So, but you see, how was Jesus able to preach, to teach, and to heal? He was able to do that because of the fact that his life was characterized by the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. His life was full of babakokwai. I say his life was full of babakokwai. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, when babakokwai comes upon you, you shall receive power. Acts 1 8. Hallelujah. Acts 1 8. And when the Holy Ghost, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you shall receive power. Do you know that? Listen, when you get drunk, you are no more yourself. When you get drunk, you know, when you get drunk, you begin to do things that naturally you, you, you wouldn't be able to do, you wouldn't be able to say. In the same way too, when you get drunk with the Holy Spirit, when Bokokokoi fills you up, shyness goes away, fear goes away, boldness comes unto you, and what you thought you couldn't do, you begin, oh, naturally I'm a very shy person. Mm. Yes, I know, I know. And I know you'll be surprised because every time you see your, your, your pastor, and I know, kati, 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 he said, is this man a shy person? You see me, when I get to some meetings, I'm very quiet, I'm sitting like that. Yeah, somebody sent me a message. He said, my gentle brother, my quiet brother. Yeah, quiet, quiet brother. I can be sitting there quiet. And in my house, I sit at the, at the corner, quiet. Quiet, I'm quiet. Even in my house, Quiet. But when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, I said, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, hallelujah. That's why Acts chapter 10 verse 38, how God anointed, how God anointed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with how God anointed Jesus. How God anointed Ajoa. How God anointed Equia. How God anointed Gideon. Of springs of life. You are anointed. You are anointed. To be anointed means to be smeared. What you are anointed with people will smell it. When you are anointed with aloe vera cream, they will smell the aloe vera. When you are anointed with shea butter cream, people will smell the aloe vera. It will have an effect on your life. And when you are anointed with the Holy Ghost also, it will have an effect on your life. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. So if you want power, you want to walk in power, then make sure that you are anointed with the Holy Spirit. There is no juju greater than the juju of Jesus. We went into a village and the fetish priest was there messing up with the people and said, you, we will sack you. Every morning we, we, we lift our hands in the direction of the fetish priest. We're staring the present. We're staring the anointed. This fetish priest on Fridays was his deal's display. He'll be jumping. They'll play the drums. The spirit never came upon him because another spirit had taken over. Another spirit is taking over your life. I said, another spirit is taking over your life. He's taking over your business. He's taking over your, uh, your, your family. Whatever was a failure is turning around. The shame is turning to glory. The confusion is bringing, coming to orderliness. The lack is turning to poverty. Because when Jesus shows up, when his presence shows up, things begin to change. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about Jesus didn't stay around. He went about doing what? Doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Why? Because God was with him. In Luke 4, 18, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Bokokokwe is upon me. 
Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Oh. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. And to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Wow. 19. And to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus said that. Jesus was able to do what he did. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. He healed the lepers. When the people saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my love was doing good. Do you know that when you carry the presence of God, the enemy become afraid? When Judas wanted to betray him and he took those bad guys to Gethsemane. And then they didn't even know who Jesus was. And Jesus asked, who do you want? And they said, we want Jesus. Nothing happened to them. But watch it, watch it. When he said, I am the one. Then they fell down. That's the reason why when people have an encounter with the Lord, sometimes the power is too strong. And as if they are electrocuted, that's why they are thrown down. Then something happens to them. And that means that an encounter with the Lord causes the forces of the enemy to go back. They were thrown backwards. And you have been called. You see, Jesus went about preaching, teaching and healing because of the presence of the Holy Spirit. So if there was anything that you want to, in your life to change your life, it's a desire. And that's why in 1 Corinthians 14, when he says, he says, desire, zelu, have a strong affinity for spiritual gifts. Pursue love and what? Desire spiritual gifts. But especially that you may prophesy. That means that you will declare the word of God, pregnant with the power of God, that change will happen to people's lives. And I see God using somebody here. As I see God using somebody here. I see the power of God touching somebody's life. I see a change taking place in somebody's life. I see the glory of God arising upon you. For you will arise and shine. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Can I have an amen? Tell somebody the Holy Spirit is already working in my life. And that's the reason why in Mark chapter 16. So if Jesus went about preaching. He was effective. Bible says that the blind saw. Cripples, cripples walked. The lame were healed. If all these people were healed and they were touched and they were saved, then in, G in Mark 16, 15 to 20, Jesus commissioned us to go and preach. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, Jesus has commissioned us to go and preach. And as we preach, something's going to happen. Hey, Hallelujah. Life changes come from. You know what? First of all, God wants to change your life and then you will change the lives of others. Amen? <laughs> Amen? I'm preaching today because somebody changed my life. Somebody preached the word of God to me. And I had a young friend. Listen to me. You don't need to be a preacher to change anybody's life. You don't need, you don't, you don't need a pastoral title. I had a friend, a friend called Charles, called him Smiling Charles. And he smiled at me and he said, my name is Jonathan, and I, sorry, Charles, and I said, my name is Jonathan. We became friends. And then he, the, the, the best statements I would have ever heard in life at that time, he said, let us pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Let us come under the immersion, not the, under the immersion of alcohol. Let us not come under the immersion of smoking cigarettes. Let's not come under the immersion of being seen as boys who can, who can move around and have sex. And, 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 and let not have uh, uh, or be guys who are beating people around. You know, showing some macho kind of stuff. But let us become immersed in and with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. That is what that. He changed my life. Charles changed my life. Thank God my father-in-law is Charles. And Charles are special. 
Hallelujah. Charles. Charles changed my life. You see, I remember Charles. How are you remembered? Do people remember you as the one who taught them how to smoke? How to drink? How to chase girls? Can you imagine the day, lawyer, the day I got married, one foolish guy who had married into my wife's family said, let us go and chase women. I said, do you know who you are talking to? Are you mad? You've lost your ninth cranial nerve. Abordam. You are, you are mad. You are mad. You are mad. But you see, you see, if I didn't have the fear of God, you could have just said, let's go. Because it's like going to eat pamelon soup and then pasting and mouthwash. Who smells what you have eaten? But it's inside you. Whatever you are doing, God is watching you. But make sure that you are living your life such that you are leaving indelible imprints on the hearts of men. Can I have an amen? amen? Indelible imprints that the things you are saying, the advice you are giving to people. Thank God, God has put something in my heart. All my life I tell people, let's serve God. Let's serve God. When I meet people, I say, why do you go to church? What are you doing in church? Give your life to Jesus. Serve God because that person will not live forever. The cars will not be there forever. I've seen people with nice cars and they die and they are not even put in their cars. They are put in pickups. Some are put in chololi. Chololi. Wooden track and sent to wherever they are going to bury. And when they take him, nice caskets, and when they, they put them down, they crack their casket. They break the, Oh, I've seen, I've been to Osu Cemetery, been to a number of times, and they are, they, are, they are burying some loved ones. You've seen nice person in there, and they are breaking. Boo, 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 crashing. You will be crashed down there. But before you are crashed down there, the light that is in you see, when you are dead, you are like sand, you are gone. But before you turn to that state, may the life in you. Exhibit the glory of God. May you impart the lives of people. May you be a life changer to change the lives of people. That you minister to somebody and that you say that by the grace of God, I pray to this person, these five people, I brought them to Christ. These people, I prayed for Holy Spirit baptism for them and they came to know Jesus. These ones, I came, I, I encourage them. You see, I encourage some young ones to attend year's camp. Eh? Pax and Emmanuel and uh, all those, some of them, they have a, the, and the hormones, Rabna, Nanama, and Co. When they went after two, they didn't want to come home. And the things they have learned on evangelism, how to win souls, it is ingrained in their hearts. And I thank God that we made that deposit in their lives. All you parents who paid their fee, God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So now Jesus gives us. The, what is known as the Great Commission. So I said the Great Commission. If I hear with me, Jesus said to them, go into some of the world, go into America, go into Europe, go into Australia, go into where? All the world. And go and look for dollars and pounds and go and what? And preach the gospel to every creature. Listen to me. I learned quite recently that there are about 4,000 professions. But within your profession, it's a call to preach the gospel. So if you're an engineer, you're a Christian engineer. The Christianity must, must, must precede and must describe your engineering. So it means that your engineering work must be affected by your Christianity. Can I have an amen? amen? Yeah. That means that the engineering should become a platform to stand on to advertise your Jesus Christ. Amen. Go into all the world and pray the gospel to every creature. Quickly look at it. Let's, uh, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. Are you a believer? Yes. That's what I'm a believer. Yes. Say, my name is there. Yes. 
Say, watch it. watch it. My description is about to show. Because I believe, and I'm a believer, this is my description. Jesus said, this was not said by Apostle Paul. And the words of Jesus must be more important to you than Apostle Paul and than any other human being. Listen to me. Always endeavor to get to know the voice of God than the voice of man. Because the voice of man can deceive you. Your, your human voice can deceive you. Your feelings can deceive you. Do you know feelings change? Yeah. If you look at ladies, you can see a lady and she's smiling. She, oh, she's all oh, hey and lovely. Then all of a sudden, when she gets into her period, is that right? And she becomes she, she become like Botele. Botele bit a widow. Hello? Hi. What is it? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, only a few minutes. Only yesterday we were smiling. I said, only yesterday we were smiling. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are just smiling yesterday. Everything was fine. Then today, because of hormonal change, eh? Because of hormonal change, estrogen and progesterone in operation. Yeah, it's, it's part of it. That's why we went to school small. Amen. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have changed. You are allowing, you are allowing the flesh to take over. But hello is at work. But what is the Holy Spirit saying? What is the word of God saying as to what you, how you should behave and what you should do? Amen. He said, These signs shall follow them that believe in my name, they shall cast out demons. In my name, he said, In my name, the pastors will cast out demons. In my name, the choristers will cast out demons. In my name, the believers will cast out demons. So, anybody who doesn't know him presents himself as a demon, he's castable. Wow. You are qualified to cast out any demon. God has given you the authority to speak to every demon and say, you foul spirit, I do not come against you in my might and my power. If you go in your might, you will be beaten by the sons of Skiva. But when you go, I am showing you what to do spiritually. When you go in the name of Jesus, every demon will bow. Because Bible says, at the mention of the name Jesus, at the mention of the name Jesus, every bagbavon bows. May every bagbavon bow. May, may every false prayer bow. In my name, they will cast out bagbavon. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. That's why when you become a believer, you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. It didn't say those who are 10 years in the faith, 5 years in the faith, 3 months in the faith. The moment you become a believer, that is your spiritual right. Amen? Yeah. You will speak with new tongues and they will take up what? Serpents. And if they drink deadly, anything deadly, it will it will by no means say that. He didn't say go and drink poison. But if you should drink it, it will not hurt you. Amen. According to your faith, so shall it be. Amen. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. I see you laying hands on the sick. Amen. I see the sick recovery. Amen. I see I see the sick recovery. Amen. God has made you a savior. Amen. You, you know, when you, oftentimes we read, uh, we read the scripture in uh, Obadiah 117 and he said upon Mount Zion there shall be what? Deliverance. Deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. Three amazing blessings there. There shall be deliverance. May you walk in deliverance. Amen. Where is Zion? Zion is a church. So says Zion is a church. Zion is a church. And the Bible says in Hebrews uh, uh, Hebrews 12, 22-24 You are come unto Mount Zion To the city of the living God To the innumerable company of angels To Jesus Christ, the mediator of the new covenant To the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things Than the blood of men, is that right? Okay, now upon Mount Zion Upon Mount Zion there shall be where? Deliverance So deliverance is your portion Amen. That is why this life changes conference I see God, God's deliverance coming to somebody's life Amen. Delivering you from shame Amen. 
delivering you from every satanic oppression and activity in the name of the Lord Jesus. And there shall be holiness. Holiness means you become special. If you, if, if you marry to somebody, you're special to the person. Your children are special. That's when I'm special to God. So from today, just have a mindset that you're special. Amen. People look at you and say, I don't like the shape of your head. That's your trouble. You don't like the shape of my head? That is your trouble. You are not seeing well. This is a special head. He said, I don't like your face. This is a nice face. Because I would say, I am, you are fearfully and wonderfully made by And the truth is that what you don't like, somebody is dying over it. Hey! Huh? Somebody said, I've got flesh, I've got flesh, and I don't, my friend, stop, stop, no, stop worrying yourself. I have a friend, you know what he told me? He said, Jonathan, you know, I don't want a girl who is skinny. I want a lady who has flesh. So that when she rolls on the bed and touches me, I can feel the flesh. Hey! Another person also said, well, as for me, I want a lady who is, who, who, who is slim so that I can carry her and organize her in my hands. Somebody also said, I, I, I wonder, somebody is insulting you with the, the, your, your lips. I said, He said, Your mouth. He said, Somebody said, Ah, I like these thick lips. So that when I'm kissing, I cannot miss it at all, even in the darkness. Don't say, I am sinning. I am preaching. Is the lips not part of the body? Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Tell somebody, I am fearfully made. Made by God. I am special. I am lovely. I like my hair. I like my face. I like my body. I like my height. I like my faults. I've got three here and five here. But they are lovely. I don't feel bad. Even though I'm working on it. God lost me, and so nobody can look down on me. I am blessed and favored by God. Hallelujah! Glory to God. You like it? Yeah. Your face is dark. He said, I don't like that. My face is too dark. You know? This is our brother here. The sister is married to a German, white German, who is my friend. And he, he tells me, he said, he didn't want to marry a white girl. He said, he, yeah, he told me, he said, he said, white girl? No, white girl. And especially German. He said, no, German. And no, white girl. I don't want a white girl. And she's married a black girl, skin color like this. And you see, he's rubbing the ladies' hands and rubbing and rubbing and rubbing. What is sweet like this? So, the thing that you are despising, somebody is looking for it. He said, I'm not, like, I'm, a, I, I, I'm not a sophisticated girl like that. Not everybody wants a sophisticated girl. Amen. Yeah, not everybody wants a sophisticated girl. Some people would want a sophisticated girl. Somebody wants a girl who is living in the shacks. Is that right? I want a shack girl. Somebody who is living in the wooden structure. So, when you come to Mount Zion, there shall be what? Deliverance and holiness. And then... The house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. I see your possession coming to you. Why do I see that coming to you? Because when the daughters of Zelophehad, eh? Leviticus 27, is that right? They were, they were disinherited and they were disqualified. Numbers, thank you, numbers. It's in Numbers 27, I believe. When they, were, when they were disqualified, they went to Moses and said, How, why should we be disqualified because of the sex of our, of our sex? And then he took the matter to God and God said that, give them their inheritance back. Somebody, your inheritance is coming back to you. Your favor is coming back to you. 
your honor is coming back to you. Whatever they said you cannot have, you are going to have it. You will build a house. You didn't hear me say you will build a house. Every project you have begun, you are going to finish it. The marriage will come on. You will become a joyful mother of children. The glory of the Lord shall be your portion. You will not lack any good thing. You will skip for joy. I see your new car parked out there. If you don't see it, I'll see it for you. I, I, I see God give you a new job. I see God make a way for you. The way maker is made a way for you already. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's go back to our Obadiah. I'm working the scriptures. Amen. Now in Obadiah 1, in the verse number 21, the Bible says that God has made you not only to be delivered and number two, to be special, holiness, and number three, to possess your possession. But God has made you saviors. Someone says saviors. Obadiah 1, 27. Tell somebody, you are a savior. Kick somebody and say, I'm a savior. I'm a savior. Amen. Amen. Behold, no, 1, 20, 21, 21. Obadiah 1, 21. Obadiah 1, 21. Jesus. Are you being blessed? Mm. We're going to hit something now and then we are done for the day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Then what? Read it with me. One, two. I can't hear you. Hey, Ford, you are not reading. I'm watching your lips. One, two. Again. Again. For the last time. Are we in Zion? Savior shall come to Mount Zion to judge the mountains of Esau and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I'm a Savior. God has called me to be a Savior. That means that you've been called to be a life changer. Because a savior is a life changer. When somebody falls into a pit and you pull the person out of the pit, you've saved the person. When you're a doctor and you help somebody, you're in the medical field and you help somebody, you have what? Saved the person. When you're a lawyer and you help somebody, you have saved the person. When you're an engineer and you construct a bridge, you have helped the person. Is that right? And God also has put his word in your mouth to speak to the lost. And when you preach to them and they come to know Jesus, God has then made you made you you with Jesus because Jesus came as a savior and you got to continue his work of salvation by preaching the gospel and teaching and healing hallelujah amen and that was what the disciples did so Deacon in Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 8 we see when they waited in Jerusalem Bible say the Holy Spirit came upon them as a righteous mighty wind and they began to speak with new tongues. I see God give you a new language. Then after they were filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that they were filled with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, watch it, maybe I'm going to end up over here. In Acts chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, the Bible says that after that, Peter and John, they went to the temple. So they went to the temple. They went to the temple at the hour of prayer. That is the ninth hour. And the ninth hour is 3 p.m. And when they got there, a certain man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask for alms from those who entered the temple. Guess what? Listen to me. This man was put, he was at the mercy of his relations and friends to be carried to the gate of the temple. The temple is quite beautiful, yet his life was not beautiful. But your life will become beautiful as the temple they put you there. People were always entering the temple, but he couldn't enter the temple because of the fact that he was a lame person. He was disqualified to enter the temple. And the staircase and the way the thing was, he couldn't enter the temple. I do not know what has disqualified you. But the, the power of God is going to turn things around. You shall be qualified. Amen. I said you shall be qualified. 
And the Bible says that, so this man was put there. The Bible says that he was lame from his womb. It means that uh, from the mother's womb, he had a congenital disease. It means that you, you, the situation has been there for a long time. It's been there for a long time. Now, when this man saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked for arms. And the Bible says that fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So when the man looked at them, he thought, well, something is coming. So the Bible says he gave them his attention expecting to watch it. When he met, listen, God is going to turn your life around through his agents. God will always, listen, God's not going to transform your life from heaven. He will always use human beings. That's why nobody dropped from heaven. You came into the earth through a human being. God is going to use. So be careful that people God bring your way. Yesterday, pastor was saying that his grandmother, the grandmother was, somebody was selling, chewing sponge, and then bathing sponge. Something we use in bathing. And he raised Four doctors, two engineers, raised administrators. Is that right? You don't know the person you have met. God will always use very unusual people. Someone say unusual. unusual. So as this man saw them, he thought business as usual. I'm going to get some stipends. Maybe some one CD. Two CDs. On a good day, they may drop a five CD notes. He gave them his attention, but watch it. Expecting. Someone said, expecting. Oh, Proverbs chapter 28, 23 verse 18. The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. So slap someone and say, your expectation shall not be cut off. Knock the person and say, your expectation shall not be cut off. Say, as a person, what's your expectation? Say, your expectation is the thing you are looking forward to. The pictures you hang in your mind continually will happen in time. Because God, who sees what you are seeing, will ensure that it comes to pass. The expectation of the righteous shall come to pass. Say, look and live. Look well. Whatever you look, whatever you imagine, it shall be yours. Do you believe that? Give the Lord a hand of praise. And he said, Pastor, what kind of alliteration uh, 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 alliterations are you giving? That means rhyming of words. I'm not rhyming words. I'm not the poet. Ephesians 3.20 says, Unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or can imagine. What we can think. We can what? Design. Amen. Unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or what? Think. So I say, think. think. What are you thinking about? What are you imagining? What, are, what is the photography that you have in your mind? What is the photography you have about your children? What is the photography you have about your husband, your wife? What's your, what kind of future? What have you drawn? God is going to use that as a basis to bless your life. Amen. Oh, I see help coming to somebody. Halaba, hata halaba. Unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or can think about. Am I preaching somebody here? So the Bible says they were expecting. What are you expecting? Ask your friend, what are you expecting? 
your expectation will come to pass. Amen. Yeah. When you look at Jesus, Bible says in Hebrews 12, verse 1, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, what? Endured the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. He saw something. And when you see the glory of God, you will endure. May you endure. May you not give up. May you keep serving God. I said, may you keep serving God. May you keep listening to the word of God. May you keep practicing the word of God. May you keep tithing. May you keep tithing. May you keep giving your offering. Singers, may you keep singing. Whether we clap for you or not, keep singing. Whether we shout or not, keep doing it. Dancers, keep dancing. Sweepers, keep sweeping. Whatever you are doing, keep doing it. The truth is that, listen, the devil is always going to speak to you and say, what have you gained for all that? Aren't you wasting your time? How about even the people who worship the devil themselves? Are they not wasting their time? But once you serve him, Peter said in Mark chapter 10, verse 28, we've left all to follow you. And Jesus said, no one who has left father or mother, brothers or sisters, will not go unrewarded. But on earth will receive houses, lands. If you have, you have left all to follow the Lord, I see him visiting you. Do something to change somebody's life. Just so they do something to change somebody's life. Amen. I do something to what? To change somebody's life. Do something to change somebody's life. Do something to change somebody's life. Do something to change. Slap somebody, say, test what they do something to change somebody's life. Say, do something to change somebody's life. Clap for the Lord. The servant of God is in. Wow, 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 wow. Blessings, 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 blessings. Most welcome. Wow. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Amen. Well, come on. Let's appreciate the Lord. Amen. You see, I'm not a liar. Am I a liar? Didn't I tell you that the man has landed and that the man will enter the service and that the man will minister with me? Hallelujah! Life changes. You've got to change somebody's life. Amen. Listen, there are little, little things you've got to do to help people. I told you, I didn't know. My father used to put on tie. My father, every morning, but it was not my father who taught me how to put on tie. It was my friend Avakame. When I went to first year, he, he was a teaching assistant. So I used to preach to him and he also taught me how to put on tie. It's a symbiotic relationship. I, 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 I preached to him, he taught me how to put on tie. And so today I put on tie. Is, is that right? So I can never forget Avakame. So, what good thing can people remember you about? It's a question. Who have you compelled? Mama remembers a person that when they go and do follow her, she'll be dodging. And the person kept persisting and persisting. And look at her today. Look at Mama today. And today she's preaching to others. Don't give up. Decide that, listen, decide that you take care of somebody. Decide that somebody will become your prayer topic. Say you. You will be saved. You, you will become a better person. Yeah. Last night, almost 12 midnight, one of the church members, he wasn't coming to church. I said, let's take care. Let's go to wherever he is. I hear, I hear he lives somewhere here. Let's knock on the doors. Let's find out wherever, wherever. We, we knock and knock. I think he hadn't come home. But we'll go and pursue him again. After the service, I'm going again. We will make sure that they are established in Christ. Amen. And one day they will say that, oh yeah, I was drifting away. But somebody just cared enough to be able to draw me back. 
Amen. Make somebody a prayer topic. When you see people, they shouldn't become problems to you. See, you're a problematic person. You see, many of us want to work with just easy people. So this and that. No, that's not what Jesus came to do. He came to take care of people with problems. So there are people around you who have problems. And we give you problems. But make sure that you will change your lives. You will change your life. Tell somebody, I'm a life changer. I'm a savior. By the grace of God. Hallelujah. And so as we finish our, our message, you will find out that here was this beggar sitting down and begging. Is that right? Yeah. And, and, and when we were young, there were times we used to go and sit somewhere fooling and begging, and, uh, but we're still begging. Uh, and they go and say, Master, Master, I'm going to pinch you somewhere and then try to beg for stuff and all those things. And uh, this watchman chased us. After that, I stopped begging. <laughs> Hallelujah. But he says that Peter said, look on us. And he, he expected. So he said, expecting. Today, what are you expecting? This conference, what are you expecting? Are you just coming because we're invited? Or pastor says, it's time for a conference and you came to mark the register. You must come with the heart of expectation that you are not going back the same. You are not going back the same. Every time that I am, I am stepping out of my house, I pray and say, Lord, as I go, may my life be affected in a positive way. That I come back with loads of blessings and my life affected for good and for glory. May you live with nothing, but may you come back home with abundance. May you live empty and you are coming back blessed to be a blessing. So Bible says, he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. And verses, Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But what I have, I give you. Some of you, when they ask you for $50, you may not have the $50. You may not have $5,000. But there is something you have. And every one of us here, by the grace of God, we have Jesus. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Because the guy, his, his greatest need was to walk. Because he couldn't walk. That is why he was compensating that problem with begging. So a lot of times when people have a need, now they compensate it with doing something else. And then he didn't only speak to him, but he acted. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up. It means that you've got to help to lift up people's feet. After you've preached to them, whatever you need to invest in their lives so that they will stand. Invest so that they will stand. him and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. It means that as you are spoken to encourage somebody, that ball of kinky you give to the person will let the person stand. That dress you give to the person will let the person stand. Helping the person to get a job will now let the person to what? To stand. Give somebody something that will make the person to stand. So he, leaping up, stood and walked. He entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. Where, are the, where earlier on others were going that this beggar couldn't go. Now with the ministry of Peter and John, he could go. It means that what others couldn't become with your ministry, they will become. With your ministry, they will go. May you become a life changer. That is why you've got to keep on doing what you are doing. Keep on serving God. Sometimes you may be battered. You are discouraged. Things can be difficult. There are times there's not enough to eat yourself. 
are you? But in the midst of your lack and your want, still lead others, still encourage others. Whilst you are bleeding, keep on blessing. I said, whilst you are bleeding, keep on blessing. Tell your friend, whilst you are bleeding, keep on blessing. Be a life changer. God has ordained you that you be a life changer. And as you are here, and you keep listening to the word of God, your life will change, and you'll be a life changer. I see the hand of God upon your life. Whatever was crooked is being made straight. The mountains are being leveled. The valleys are being exalted. The way maker has made a way for you. And remember that if God be for you, who and what can be against you? In Christ Jesus, say you are more than a conqueror. Say I am blessed. Say I'm not a loser. I am not down. I'm not out. God is with me. And because he's with me, I am blessed. Heavily anointed. Faith bent. The glory of the Lord is my portion. And whatever he has said concerning my life, as I apply myself to the word of God and to the anointing of the Holy Spirit, there shall be a performance. In Jesus' name, amen. Stand to your feet.